week in Chicago. ICE released new guidelines last Monday stating that international students whose colleges go online only this fall will be required to leave the United States. On the other hand, if their school is offering in-person classes, international students will be expected to stay on campus and will not be allowed to take their full course load virtually. For this week's episode, we're going a few miles north of Chicago to Northwestern University to see how one student could be impacted by this policy. Right, so I'm Quan Pham. I am an upcoming sophomore, and I am originally from Hanoi, Vietnam. Pham is currently staying in Pennsylvania with a host family. When students were advised to leave campus in March because of the pandemic, he and his family decided he should remain in the U.S. When we made the decision to go here instead of go home, I thought, I really thought that this would just last for, you know, like a month or so. I was like, by the end of April, we're going to be back on campus, all right? One month turned into five, and now it's become really difficult for Pham to find a flight back to Vietnam. The only way to go back right now is through um, government charter flights. The problem with this is that there are a lot of students here, right? And not just students, there are also a lot of other workers, other people who wants to go back to Vietnam. So the lists are usually very long. I've missed like two or three flights already. International students from other countries are in similar situations. How can ICE force these students to leave the U.S. when, because of travel restrictions, it's virtually impossible for them to do so? I'm just like, how? How are they going to leave, right? Are they going to swim across the Pacific? Are they going to sail across the Pacific? Is ICE going to book an airplane back? I stated that one way for students whose colleges are online only to maintain their student visa status is to transfer to another institution that's holding classes in person. But transferring colleges isn't a quick or easy process. Most schools are starting in like a month, less than a month, right? That is nowhere near the amount of time needed to make any sort of significant transfer. FAM likely doesn't need to worry about being forced out of the country because Northwestern is planning to offer in-person classes in the fall. But there's always the chance that when students and faculty return to campus, the school experiences a surge in COVID-19 cases and the university decides to move classes back online. Then international students like FAM could be forced to leave. This week, we're also going to be talking to a journalist who has been reporting on the potential effects of ICE's new guidelines and who knows a lot more about student visa policy than I do. My name is Karen Fisher, and I'm a journalist who specializes in international education. Normally, international students studying in the U.S. are required to take a certain number of in-person classes in order to maintain their student visa status. At the beginning of the pandemic, however, ICE made an exemption, letting these students take more online courses than they usually can while still remaining in the country. They did say, and they said this explicitly, that the, that flexibility that they were giving to allow students to take all their classes remotely was good for the spring and summer. And so they always were going to put something out. Well, even if it was just to say, and I think what a lot of colleges were hoping was that since you know, the pandemic is continuing, that they were going to extend the spring guidance to the fall. Fisher says this spring guidance was intended to stay in effect for the duration of the COVID-19 emergency. Many would argue that in the U.S., this emergency is far from over. 
Fisher can't say exactly why ICE decided to end the exemption, but she has a guess. The administration, particularly the president, have um, wanted schools and colleges and businesses in general to go back to normal. Um, you know, the, the ICE guidance came out the day before the president had a whole roundtable on reopening um, mostly K through 12, but reopening schools and colleges. And so I think some there's a lot of people who who say, is this just kind of a backdoor way for the administration to to kind of force colleges hands and say, we're going to be holding classes on campus again this fall. So maybe that's cynical. But <laughs> Fisher says these new ICE guidelines seem to send a message to international students that America isn't so welcoming to people from other countries. Fam is hearing that message loud and clear. I don't want to curse, but it's it's a it's a big fuck you to like oh international students. Nothing that I do seem to be of worth when it, it it seems like you know it can all just go away so fast. But I just can't help but like asking myself, is it worth it being here? and then working so hard towards something when, you know, a simple decision like that can just revert all the hard work you've done. So, I don't know. I always rant whenever, like, this is brought up because I just, I just can't comprehend that. Harvard and MIT filed a lawsuit challenging ICE's policy, and the court hearing for that case will be held today. If the judge rules not to suspend the policy, U.S. colleges will have until tomorrow to decide whether they will be online only this fall. Most schools in the Chicago area, including UIC, UChicago, DePaul, and IIT, have announced they will offer a hybrid option of both online and in-person classes. That's what's going on this week in Chicago. Thank you to Quan Pham and Karen Fisher for making this week's episode possible. Music for this podcast comes from Ben Sound. I'm Savannah Kelly. See you next week.